0: Hello, am I Patch? I'm your host, Paul James, and this week, everything's working, and I'm joined by Matt Phillips. How's things, mate?
1: Uh, my hips hurt, which is a phrase that in my life I thought I would never, ever say. Too Legs much walking. Fine. Legs fine. Hips sore. And that's, yeah, that right. Was from, and that was from sitting down, not from walking. So Sat down too much worked. at Pax. Apparently so.
0: Well, we're going to oh. talk more about all things Pax, and I guess the damage it did to hips and... Um, livers and all sorts of things uh, shortly because I guess as we record this, we're one day removed from the end of Pax Australia twenty twenty three, um, and it's well sorry, as have been recorded. It's um it's been a good time, Matto. Uh, we'll we'll kind of dive into some games and stuff we played first, and then we'll kind of wax about PAX more generally. I suppose um, you've already done the the player two picks cast and had an opportunity to talk about some games, but I guess what were some of the what were some of the highlights from the show floor this year? Well.
1: For my games, I didn't play a lot because there were people there, which is not a bad thing for indie games, which is it's good for indie developers because I say probably before pre-COVID, you could always just walk in and play an indie game because they didn't have much else to do because everyone's playing, you know, at Xbox, PlayStation, you know, yeah. there's ones that weren't there. The ones that yeah didn't show. That's good. That's good. That's good. So my favourite game... Of PAX was uh I don't know the full name of it because all it's stuck in my head is uh, God of Wombat.
0: Oh, Primordial's Legends Hollow Hero. That's Primordial's right. Legends being kind of the core franchise, I guess, and Hollow Hero the this specific game. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good.
1: I wanted to come out. Me want to buy now or whenever it comes out. Early
0: 2025, we were told by by Tyson. Oh, so, like I said. um, it's it's oh, gonna be a little while. I will
1: while. be waiting. I will be waiting when that release date comes. It is going to be so good.
0: Um, yeah, for me, that was absolutely my, my favorite game on the show floor.
1: And I'm probably the only one that chose Arena Mode. Everyone else. Yeah. But that's because no, you
0: did that because Tyson said so, right?
1: He says, like, oh, we had Arena Mode and no one's used it. I thought, you know what? Screw it. I'll go to Arena Mode. Just because. Just
0: and what I didn't realize is that there was a timer actually there for like the for those of yeah. us that were kind of playing the core game there was a timer there and I, I jumped off just to share the load and you pointed out what I have like three or four minutes out of a 15 minute demo left I should have I should have cashed in I had I had yeah, time but the, to hell with being nice comes, to
1: people like you said the timer comes up with five minutes remaining but it's in the right hand corner a space where nobody looks unless
0: unless okay, there's nobody, a timer on a demo
1: unless there's a timer there but other than that no one looks in that corner yeah it's exactly. Just, so I don't blame you. You almost had the correct time in a fifteen minutes and out. You're four minutes off.
0: Yeah, and look, I I didn't finish the demo. I just wanted to share the love around for people and, and chat to Tyson some more because he's a legend. Um, and what they I mean they've been working on that game. That game's been showing up at PAX since 2017,
1: I think it is. So I reckon I I reckon I played that in 2018. And it was very very uh, yeah. different. Very different. It's come a long way since then. Yeah. Definitely come a long way since then.
0: Um. And actually, I guess a little bit of trivia for people if you're watching, listening to the show now and you, you saw the game but uh, didn't know much more than that. Uh, do you remember a demo? There was like a Superman game demo that kind of got popular on on the internet for a little while. Um, it was made in, you know, that, that Matrix demo that came out uh, to oh, show yeah, up the Unreal? Unreal Engine and it, one, yeah. It was, yeah, it was made in that. Um, oh. Ty- Tyson made that. Oh, really? Yeah
1: and there it exploded
0: go. and then there was a whole bunch of controversy cuz someone stole the idea and then started selling it on Steam right but like stole it right down to the point where like Tyson's little thank you introduction with his name on it was still in the demo and it was a whole it was a whole ordeal people should go check out dev diary where we talk about it actually in a lot of detail from I don't know maybe 6 months ago at this point but pretty cool like pretty crazy sort of story actually but also a cool thing that he made so
1: it is, it is very very cool
0: now i see you waving a football around so you're going to talk about a game that oh, you and I this one. thoroughly enjoyed.
1: Yes. The game talk about Footy Bash. Footy Bash, it is just your standard arcade, sporty, beat the crap out of the other opponents type of game. Come on, couch Co-op at the best where you can do two things, punch the person on the screen and also punch the person in real life if you really are that angry with them. Maybe oh, yeah, you can take it out of huh? them. If you want to. But me and Paul played. There was uh, prizes on the line when we played. There was, and we won. As you team, both we got we those, little, those little footies that you're, I that you're waving footy. around? I've got a pair of socks and Paul got a, ju- a t-shirt which says extra large, which is an absolute lie. That t-shirt is about 7XL. Yeah, it was we pretty. Just looked at, it was huge.
0: That'll it be a, um, that could be a good nighty for someone if that's what they need. Like, it's that big. Or it's, it's huge. Or, or a mover.
1: Or a mover, yes. Just grow into it that... over time. Yeah, um, yeah, it was pretty fun. Yes, we had a little uh, stress footy balls because you're gonna need it after you if you lose. But unlike me and Paul, we we're winners. We didn't. We weren't
0: scored against. I think we won like
1: 19 yeah. zip in a, in what was it, like a yeah, five
0: minute game, maybe not even that.
1: Yeah, something like that. It wasn't. There weren't big qu- quarters. They, they two minute quarters, quarters, maybe quarters, which is funny. It was, funny two, halves. It was two quarters. It was two quarters, which is even funnier. It's just looked that way. Oh, quarter time, cause like was one more half. I thought. I didn't really think about it at the time, I thought, but it says quarter. But who knows? Maybe there the, are quarters. The game is the
0: already game better game. than AFL 23. Let's not lose sight of that. Yes. I don't but it, think that's hard to do. For anyone, I guess, who's you know not sure about it, maybe didn't go to PAX on the weekend, it's basically, I don't know, like NBA jam expi- uh, inspired in a lot of ways, but then there's you know and the ability old, to punch say, people and blood and spills also, out everywhere. and yes.
1: Old NHL games. That's how I look at it. NHL 95.
0: Yeah, okay, that's sort of irritated. We just I go around and don't don't really punch people. I'm all for that.
1: Just, Without any consequence. Like zero yeah, consequence. Zero consequence. No reports whatsoever. Carry on. That was brilliant. Yeah, well, we didn't we didn't know it was there until someone well, it was a buddy Watson pointed yeah, it buddy,
0: out. Yeah, Buddy, Buddy and Drew pointed it out to me um as I was heading we off to an interview over the what? weekend and so It's pretty and cool. Funny enough
1: and funny enough when they were talking to us they were saying, Oh, we're gonna have a competition at three they did. I walked past it and there was people lining up, getting ready. They were signing people up. What's your team's name and all this? I was thought.
0: Oh I don't damn it! Okay. We didn't. We
1: should have gotten back there. Should have gone. We should have just. But still, I thought. Oh, they actually, I doing it. I thought that's really really cool.
0: Because they were but they really they worked out the idea basically while we were playing a game actually that they were going to do like a hundred dollar giveaway or something. So
1: yeah, something like that. Good luck, luck
0: to it. her. Uh, sorry, congratulations to whichever team won it. So, and
1: yeah, then proceeded to the start
0: reward. punching the other teammate because they didn't want to they didn't want to split the
1: hundred bucks. They wanted it Ooh, each. That would have been fight to the death. And then another game I played was Gate Bum. Just Which one was that? Gate Bum. Oh, yes. I don't remember that one. It's. Uh, I think it's sort of more like a ollie 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 type game. It's a two D gate game. It's just oh, get to the end, sort of thing. Dodge the obstacles, do some sick tricks, get a high score, and you win that's odd, do you win if you get if you get to the end but it was good i didn't get a card because they didn't have any so i don't know where it's going to come out but skate bomb is the game if you like those fun relaxing skateboard games that's not tony hawk skate bomb is the game for you <clears throat> i've just gone <clears throat> i've gone blank on the game
0: maybe maybe you saw it or played it or whatever uh, i've realized the business card's sitting in my car at the moment it was one it was like snake where you can actually play oh, as, a snake as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like
1: yeah, you just go around and eat stuff. I don't know what it's called. I saw it too.
0: It was really, really cool. I was a little bit let down in the sense that like you could play it on iPads and those things. Okay, cool. No worries, there's a mobile version. That's that's what I played it on because there. Uh, there was an awkward moment. They were gonna they were gonna throw me the controller and some little kids walked up and we all looked at each other and thought little kids should probably do it. But uh, so I went and played it on the iPad. But like you know thoroughly. Thoroughly enjoyed what I was seeing people play with the control and thought, this is going to be awesome to play it on console or PC. It's only coming to mobile. Um,
1: so I need it's to... just a 3D snake. That's how I look at it. Pretty much. Nokia. Oh, I can get around that. Kids are on their phones these days anyway, so why bother? They'll be addicted to snake like we were back in the day, but our snake was a lot cooler.
0: I've got to see if I can find find what the game was, but we'll, I'll work that out in the meantime, I guess. Where can I find Expo Hall? Expo, oh, geez, they don't they don't do it very well, the the Pax the PAX website.
1: But anyway, I'll scroll through and work it out while we're while we're chatting. What else did you see that you liked? Uh, I think the last one I looked at, I didn't get to play it because there's always a crowd around, which is okay. And that was Bears in Space. Oh yeah, yeah, very cool. Very cool. I just—it's a shame I didn't get to play it, but there's always people around. I thought, ah, screw it. They gave me gummy bears, which was great, but to take the card as well—I didn't care. I was like, cool. I'll take it. I want to play it when it comes out. Just pretty much, what would you call it—a first-person shooter. I just looked at it and gone, "I'm sold." If I'm a bear, I'm in, and with space, I'm in. I don't care what else there is. And if you have your own mascot at a at an expo, I'm also in as bears in space
0: very cool mascot in fact one of the things about that is like i got to do a dev diary with one of the one of the developers from the game um and like whilst we were doing the interview the wonderful mads from play on pr who was sitting there kind of i guess doing a job and supervising a little bit got a message to have it confirmed that they they were trying to get it through and it was getting stuck in customs and it came through friday morning and they whisked it straight over to the show floor and and got their qa guy inside and yeah, put it, put him to work so uh, good on the team for making it all work out. Very last minute, but it worked out. It worked a treat, and uh, good costume. Good game. Really enjoyed the game.
1: And then saw sort of the rest, I sort of didn't really get around to, because I think a lot of them were, like I said, iPad-based games, or click and point, or all that interactive type game, and I wasn't really into that type of thing. I just wanted to shoot or punch people in the face, and I did that. I think I think, I think I think Footy Bash just peaked, and I think I just had to stop at that. I don't think you are going to get any more. I actually, no, I played one more. I think it was the New Zealand one. It was just a Dark Souls type game. Can't remember. What it was oh yeah, it was there was
0: that. There was that Dark Souls game from um, the, the Yukio section. Quite... The the see what I made the European. Uh, sorry, the um, Southeast Asian teams. There was there was some stuff around that there, which was really cool.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a shame I didn't get around to the New Zealand developers because. It was packed again, but it's good to see that some New Zealand developers making some good games, like Dredge. Dredge oh, I
0: mean, so good to see Dredge there, and lots of really cool games actually in that in that New Zealand exhibit. It's it's really kind of cool that all these games from kind of other regions of the world uh, were coming down for the show. It was really really sweet. So, um, were there any other games that really took your your fancy? Did you go play Mario? Did you go do anything?
1: No, I wasn't lining up for a. Mario game That's when's it coming out soon less less than two weeks from now less than two weeks I'm pretty sure I can wait two weeks instead of standing in line for three it's true. hours I mean I just don't some people can they can do it great you want to stand in line for three hours and play 15 minutes of gameplay be my guest but to be honest I'm more than happy to be patient and just wait for the game to come out or unless they just delay it yeah that's fair I, I never played anyway so suck eggs
0: um, any other games for you in particular? <coughs> no, oh, not really. Geez, I'm hoping I'm not getting Paxbox. Oh no! It's already or- it's already or- it's know. already thrown a curveball at me this weekend with uh with the panel. But anyway,
1: I, think it's- I don't think you're the only one. I think there a few other panels who got cancelled because of oh so were got- they This yeah, I think there was one panel it was like a ten year anniversary one that got cancelled because two of the three panelists got sick. Yeah, right, okay. Oh. I, di- I didn't realise that. Um, not the only one.
0: Well, mine, thankfully, wasn't cancelled, but I guess more on that more on that shortly. Um, so, for me, I, I guess on top of some of the things that you've mentioned there, uh, I went and had a crack at uh, Go-Go Town, which is the new game from Prideful Sloth. It's kind of a little town builder one. Really, really cool. There's been lots of opportunities for people to play it on Steam Next Fest over the course of the last couple of years. Um, I mean, they're an amazing Queensland team. They do some good stuff, but uh, I guess like on that AAA side, because I mean there wasn't a lot, there wasn't a lot on the AAA side there. Uh, Tekken no. was holed away in the far back corner, that no, most Final people didn't realize. As well. Street Fighter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know
1: where it was. Ubiso-
0: Ubisoft had, uh, had set up Assassin's Creed Mirage and a whole bunch of little nooks and crannies all around the place, but of course that's just recently come out. But one upcoming game that I guess, you know, as far as the AAA's are concerned, almost the furthest game out outside of Tekken, uh, Prince of Persia. The Lost Crown, uh, the Lost Crown was there. Got to go try that out. It was uh, being hosted by Nintendo um, and have a, have a crack at that. And it's shaping up really, really well. Um, I was a little bit dubious after that first trailer, the style of the game. I don't mean the visual style, but like the personality it was trying to evoke with a, a pretty like rap heavy trailer and all those. Like it just didn't. I was like, oh, this is not a vibe that I'm that I'm driving with. But um, turns out, game's pretty sweet. Um, really enjoyed playing it. And uh, keen to keen to see more of it ahead of its launch, uh, January sometime, early Feb. I don't know. I it's in that it's out in that same sort of window as Tekken anyway. So so that was a that was a really cool AAA game um, there, or like a game from a AAA developer anyway. Um, but otherwise, yeah. I mean, look, there was there was some amazing indies, but being able to kind of land on one, is pretty hard, especially considering we've already got. Hollow Hero there is the clear standout as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Lots of really cool games, and I encourage lots of people to go check out all the stuff that uh, Renee has done for Player 2 on the the YouTube channel. Uh, It's also on Instagram, and it's on TikTok as well. There was previews of dozens of of different games that were there, Uh, and I believe she's now adding some stuff post-packs that she'll be doing too, so she's an absolute machine. You were on the Pixel Cast there to get to talk about some of the games that were being played and, of course, others as well. That'll go up before the end of the week too. So there's lots me of cool like, stuff I, for I people.
1: Was a, I was only there just to keep my streak going. Cause you had to, right? Yeah, me and Matt are the only two people still left from our big, big, big Pixel Cast from 2019 where we had 10 people. Yeah, right. Me did I do Matt it last year? Two, no. Oh. You did not. Because you had an interview or something, so me, Matt, and Sean were the only remaining ones. And now Sean, Sean couldn't really, make it this year. Sean couldn't make it this year, so it's only me and Matt. So at the end of the day, uh, Matt's going to be the last one standing.
0: Well, I think if there's one that's more likely to fall out, I've, I've got a guess it's probably <laughs> pro- probably you, as the other bloke, is the one that hosts play- uh, owns player too. So anyway, um, any other highlights from kind of packs more more broadly, you know, beyond just the games that were there.
1: Uh, my highlight was I decided to go buy a wide controller because I'm sick of finding controllers and wires together for my PC, for yep. like Xbox and PlayStation. So I thought, screw it, I'll go buy one. Went and got one, took it to the counter. This was Sunday as well, I should point out. And they said, oh, it's two for one. I thought, sweet. Oh, so yeah, why not, right? Instead of, so I got two controllers for 30 bucks. So I was happy.
0: That's not well, bad. Can't you can't, can't complain about bad. that.
1: I can't complain. So if one breaks, it's only fifteen dollars. I'm not going to complain, saying, "Oh, hey, I paid hundred dollars for this controller. It's rubbish. It's fifteen dollars." I'll say, "Oh well." Yeah, exactly. It's nothing. I was, um, I was in the mood with that.
0: Did you go check out any panels at all?
1: I did. I well, I was meant to go see some panels on Friday. Unfortunately, I was waiting for. I was having. Uh, was. I was waiting for uh, burgers and beer, so.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah missed, true.
1: I missed, I missed all those panels. We did have a really, long lunch in the okay.
0: end.
1: It was a long lunch. Long lunch, long wait. Take your pick. But I just saw the reminders coming up. I thought, oh, well, I wasn't too devastated that I missed it. It was like, I didn't get there. It's okay. So Saturday came around. There was no beers, no burgers that day. So I had plenty of time. And the first panel I saw was a guide to collaboration. So it was just a bunch of content creators talking about how to collaborate with other people how to connect with other people and this and all that and I thought that's what I should really be doing and I don't which maybe I'll start getting my ass into gear and start doing that yeah nice but, handy handy and then I went and saw back pocket live oh yeah how are they oh good uh I just readily just saw a light said what's this and they said back pocket I thought ah oh, fair enough I'll just Dead, for anyone un, yeah.
0: unfamiliar with Back Pocket, that's uh, made up of a whole bunch of the ex-good game crew, including like oh, X, for example.
1: X and Goose are Goose. the only two that yeah. were there. Oh no, there's a few others. The spawn- others kind spawn of drift Point. through, I think. Yeah. Spawn Point, Spawn Point as well, which yeah, I was too old for Spawn. Point. Yeah,
0: I didn't know as much about Spawn Point.
1: That's for the young kiddies out there, and I'm too old for that. So really, it's kind and-
0: of the OGs, like um. Like uh, junglist and Barjo that aren't a part of it, but even Barjo makes a cameo from time to time, I believe, on the core Coming show. Down, yeah, just yeah,
1: because they live in different states, so he just casually hears where he yeah. feels like it, when he's in like, town. When he's in town, and so all they did, they did the same thing. Said, "Oh, what games do you play?" This packs, and they're like, "Blah blah 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 blah." Then they did a couple of games. Try to figure out the first one was uh, a game called Boulder Date Me. So it's just a play on words with Boulder Game. Baldur's Gate, whatever it is. And they, people were sending in their characters and coming up with like really, really, I would say, dating, I don't know, profiles. That's the word. And then they just, it's like Tinder.
0: I mean, Baldur's They're Gate like, 3 is a pretty horny game for a lot of people, yeah. so.
1: So it was like Tinder, so they will saying yes or no to certain characters. Swiping and then, left and right. Swiping left and right. And then the final game was they were playing 1-2 with the crowd. 1-2 the game I think it's called 1-2 1-2 Switch 1-2 Switch yeah <laughs> oh yeah right <laughs> so they just put up a QR code on the screen and then people scanned it and surprisingly the funny thing was it worked so they had a hundred people doing all like three games that's pretty cool and it, and it actually worked I don't I don't play it. there's one I don't play it. there's one like a squid game thing it was like a red light green light some small child
0: yeah I remember the one I had I played it uh, yeah. Nintendo invited me to a to an event just before the game came out, like maybe the day before the game came out um, a couple months ago. And um, yeah. I played that one. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah, That, that one, they almost had an almost near breakdown failure because they thought, because you have to do a little running thing, which people were standing up and doing little, little pace or walking up and down. And they thought it was the first person to get across the line. They didn't realise you had to get like a certain number of people. Then they just had their hands like this. Peering through, they thought they just thought, "Oh no, what have we done?" And they thought, oh, shit!" And then the time ran out, and everyone celebrated because they thought that could have been disastrous. And it wasn't, so and that's all right. Good. It wasn't. It was, hilar- it was. It was. absolutely hilarious. <laughs> it was great. And and yeah, that that was done. And I thought, cool, because I thought, "Oh no, I'm going to mix the pixel pixel cast," but they finished 15 minutes early. I thought, sweet, <laughs> and, you, and you finished at your normal time too, which was even better.
0: Yeah, I was doing Dev Diary at the AT booth right beforehand, so. I cleared out in time for all of you to do your thing.
1: Then my final panel was, this is a long, long title. It is, my parents wanted me to be a doctor, but I wanted to be a content creator. And that was based around sort of content creators whose parents wanted them to be, do something else. Something else, like a doctor, an engineer, this, that. And they didn't want to do that. And then they just went through the, their story of how they became content creators and how—I should also say too—they had an all, all had an Asian background, but that doesn't really matter. It just adds onto the stories I'm talking about, where some told their parents they got upset, said, "Why'd you quit your job to become a content creator?" Someone did a full PowerPoint presentation on why they wanted to be a content creator and leave their job, which I thought that's brilliant. And then they just sort of went through the advice of doing content, this, that, and whatever, and yeah, that was really good too. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Um, sounds quite, sounds actually like a pretty uh, eclectic group of panels that you've been to. That's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: I just uh, look at the title and go, they will do. I don't care who the people are. I don't know if I know them or not because that's to me, is not really important because yeah. you you're the ones you do know of and then they're rubbish because they're just... Not the not your thing. It's just like you're a fan of that person, but yeah. they're not really. The thing no,
0: I'm with you. you, you. Really and then they're, they're a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, there was only well, I, I attended one panel that wasn't my own, so um. What was it was going
1: to be. I attended one panel, and it was me. <laughs> uh,
0: it was almost very very much almost that, but um. No, I went to go check out, uh, and it was early in the day, and really for the most part it was it was research, considering my guest for the afternoon. Uh, Jonathan Biddle, who was meant to be my guest for Dev Diary Live from PAX, uh, did a panel earlier that day about uh, basically the development of the Plucky Squire, um, which obviously is a game that's coming from Australia slash overseas, and it's it's shaping up incredibly well Um and he was kind of talking through a whole bunch of different stages of development. So I was there, thanks to to Doug from Power Up, who basically escorted me to the front row and got to sit up uh, sit up the very front. Yeah, have, Doug. Have a bit of a, yeah, Doug's a legend. Um, and I mean he's done so many good things for us over the years, like beers for example.
1: Oh, he, me, he sent me beer. That's that's great. Dead that's cool. set
0: champion, cool. but um, he he got me up the front there and we uh, sat down and watched it. I was you know taking adding a few notes to what I already had prepared to do with uh, bids for Dev Diary that afternoon. And then, unfortunately, uh, Bids was already sick going into the, into the day. He was, I don't think it was Pax Pox, because he was only there on the Saturday, so he, I don't think it would have hit, hit him too fast, I think. But, um, no,
1: I think he was, you can't get Pax Pox overnight. I yeah. don't think it works like that.
0: He was crook anyway. Doug got him to take a COVID test. Came up fine there, but was still pretty rotten. Managed to get through his own panel, and then I bumped into him a few times as the day went on, and his health was just deteriorating pretty rapidly. So he probably does have COVID. Sorry, Bids, if that's the case. Um, Did you give him some concrete? No, don't, don't. <laughs> so he unfortunately then fell out as my guest for dev Diary live at which point I panicked considerably all afternoon um, until the amazing Julian Wilton of massive monster uh, so cult of the lamb came on board to to join me uh, to fill in the show he was a previous guest of the show so it was Considering I didn't have any time at all to prepare my notes in the usual sort of fashion, it was good that he was coming on because any of these returning guests, it's all just kind of waxing about what's happened in recent years. So we did that, had a bit of crowd interaction. Um, Julian, I'll put it out here because um, he said it in front of a public audience. And then the audio file that I've been provided by PAX for Dev Diary Live has been corrupted. So it will never make its way to the masses, I don't think, unless they've got something stored locally and can save the day for me. Julian confirmed that their next game is Cult of the Lamb again. Like they are, like they are doing oh, another oh. Cult of the Lamb. Well, um, and you can take that to the bank people, publish this all over the internet. It is 100%. That is what they are doing next. That is what he said on the panel. But sadly, it's never going to go, possibly never go to no, air. No because one's going to believe you. Now. No They're one's going, going to believe like, me. But there was a Holy crowd shit. there. They saw it. They heard it. Many people will attest that that is exactly what happened. I was the host of that panel, and I heard it from his lips. And unless the folks at PAX can uh, resolve this problem, then I will be without the audio to prove it. <laughs> so uh, anyway, but setting that aside, it was, it was awesome uh, to get to host a panel until for the first get, time until ever.
1: Until the so then you go, I told you, I, knew, I told you.
0: Oh, well, I mean, I knew about Cult of the Lamb* in the end about two years before Jeff finally revealed it at the Game Awards, or uh, no, where do he announce it? Um, maybe Summer Games first Gamescom opening, whatever, whatever event it happened to be. Because uh, as as Julie and I spoke about during the panel, like he, there was a time when they were they were showing the the Adventure Pals at at PAX, um, and they had this little TV off to the side that had some other game on it, which was ultimately Cult of the Lamb*, and I got to try that out then. Really, really sweet. They were road testing it. Was super, super, super early at that point. Um, and wasn't called Cult of the Lamb either at that stage. Um, but it went on, became this global sensation, and now they're working on more of it. So that's pretty sweet. But uh, anyway, the, I guess the experience of getting to host a panel was something really, really cool. And uh, I'm hoping that I can you know, pull together some guests next year and, and do it all over again. Maybe multiple. Maybe I can have one of them a day. PAX organizers. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Throw guests at me. I'll do it. I'll oh, shill myself around. Just make sure the Patreon is in full saying, view.
1: Paul is also famous now because someone said, "Wait, you're the host of Dev Diary." Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Game, well, uh, it was game developers, so like you kind of expect half expected that maybe they might catch the show a little bit, but or more inclined to catch the show than than other people. But it was pretty cool. Yeah, I guess I did have that moment too. Which um demoed a game. Uh, one of the one of the New Zealand games actually, uh, Red Echo. Went to go try that one out. Um, yeah, can you put your name on the mailing list? Yeah, no worries. Put my name on the mailing list. Oh, can you just list who you, who you're representing? Player two slash Dev Diary. Oh, what? You're the Dev Diary host? Yeah, that's 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 me. So that was a, that was a nice moment. That's pretty cool. But um, I guess that aside, with I mean, we've been going for a little while now. We'll we'll kind of keep it short and sharp. But um, ten years of packs. What have been some of the favourite parts of these last ten years? When was your first one?
1: My first was 2014. That's how. That was the. I'm pretty sure that was the second
0: pack. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a bit of a mess. This They're is ten all years of packs, but we've missed two along badge. the way. I think this is still just the eighth packs. Have you kept every single
1: badge?
0: Badge. Also, that yeah. front one. What's the SPC stand for?
1: Well, it's okay. The SPC one. Fruits, nothing like preferred. it. Better that for humans. That human was human. a special. That was special guest. But how would you get I special guest? No, no, no. Okay, hey, hey, I will explain this. This was this is the first one. This was 2014. I was at uni at the time, and one of the people, like the head person of the university, said, does anyone want to go to PAX? I've got some badges. i are like, what the hell's PAX? So I googled it. And I thought, video games? I'm in it. So I said yes. And this is what I got. So that was my first PAX. Very That's nice. A special guest one, because he just had a whole heap of random ones. So I was not a special guest, so let's just, uh, calm down on that. And then- Who cares? You can claim it. I can claim it. But... But I'm on a pattern at the moment that I need to break next year. So, 14, 15, I went to. 16, 17, I didn't go to. 18, 19, I did go to. 20, 21, no, I went to. 22, 23, I've been to.
0: So, are you are trying to tell me that you're not going to show up next
1: year? No, I'm showing up just to break that streak. Oh, no, break the streak. Okay, cool. Break the and we've got to get the on street. the beers. And the beers, yes. Maybe I should book a hotel or just sleep in a car. I don't know. i have Maybe I'll just put a tent out in the car park below, and just sleep there for the night, or just book a hotel. But
0: I do. I, no, I'm with you. To... I'm actually with you on that. Like the like every year, especially since having kids, I'll make sure that I, I drive in and out. But we we have our big co-op drinks of a Friday night, and it's the most important part of packs, the big social thing there. And um, I end up driving home every night. But I think I need to get myself absolutely wiped out, and so one of these years, so I'll just book a hotel, make my way there at the end of the night, and.
1: and... The question you were asking before, did they say something about next year? The tweet, the pinned tweet, I just had a look at. It says, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for joining us as we celebrated 10 years of PAX Oz. We gamed and gamed and gamed all weekend long with thousands and thousands of our closest friends. Debatable, but yes. Let's do it again sometime. Question mark. Don't think of this as a goodbye. Think of it as a chance to rest and reset. Fulfill that power meter of Pax Oz Twenty Twenty
0: Four. And I figure it'll be back. It's just a case of where. when, where
1: where, and when, when,
0: and where? where. There's there's some interesting questions I've got about that that I will not be making public on a show like this. But I've got I've got yes, questions really, yes, and so
1: concerns. There were things that we were discussing at certain types of packs about yeah. certain things. To certain people, as well. But, yes, it's going to be interesting to see where and when yep. it's going to be. Because that has Not been in Melbourne time. for the last 10 years. question is, will it still be in Melbourne next year?
0: No one's told us anything there, but I'm just, yeah. I'm sus, based on uh, how things are going at the moment. That they might look to change it up and take it someplace else. Maybe Sydney, Geelong. because that's... Uh, to Geelong. I can get around it. Oh... Oh, well, now it's starting to get rough. Um, yeah, uh, for me, I mean, I've, I haven't missed a single pack up to this point. Um, I've been there since the very first one, gone to every single one. Fortunately, had the media badge for most of those years at this point. Um, certainly more than half, probably probably five out of the eight, maybe even six out of the eight. Um, I've been been able to get the media pass thing. This year was my first year with a, with a special guest, Badge, unlike unlike yourself who you know lucked into one. Um, this is the first time I, first time I got one, and very very like humbling sort of experience there to be able to get that. Let alone the fact that it ends up you end up with two badges as a result, and not that I had anyone to throw it to in the end, but I could have. So next year, if I can get a speaker badge, if someone needs a ticket, hit me up. But um, yeah, I, I mean, there's been so many awesome panels over the years that I've been able to attend, especially the fir- in the first few years. I remember Gearbox coming a lot, so there was a lot of Borderlands-related yeah, stuff. That was really I when do, Borderlands yeah, 2 Gearbox. was at its peak. Randy guess, yeah, uh, Randy, I do, I do and the team coming Randy down. Was,
1: yeah, I remember that was one of the first panels I went to was women in gaming, and then Hex was there, Randy was there, I think it was someone else well-known then. I can't remember who it was, yeah, but totally yeah cool. they were talking about yeah women in gaming and all this, and I thought, I never thought of it like that, because he came up with a weird stat, because the first Borderlands game, or was the second Bullins game? I can't remember which one it was because everyone went like certain characters. I can't remember that all the characters in the first one. It was Ronald, Brick, Oh uh, Mordecai and Lilith. Lilith. Yeah. And the thing was that everyone picked Roland, who was an African American character, and everyone's like, Oh I never thought of that.
0: Because you shouldn't. You just th- you, you pick shouldn't. a character who's cool.
1: And then in the second one you had two female characters. One unknown, which was zero, and the Salvador guy. (coughs) Oh yeah. And that's the thing though, like no one cares because you just care about playing the character rather than the gender. Who cares about the gender? Who cares? I never thought about that. Thought about like that. Thought, oh that's interesting. And ever since then, I've never cared about what gender I go. I just go whatever I want in games. Like Mass Effect, I've been female Shepard for like the last ten years because I just. I felt like
0: it. And she's your shepherd now. Like, that's just it.
1: Yeah. I'm not going back. I was, every time I go do Shepherds, like, yeah, it's cool and everything, but I feel bad for headbutting the newsreader as a dude. So,
0: yeah. Um, for me, a lot of it's been the, and it's it's kind of lessened in, I think, interest in, rec- in recent years, but some of the big keynote speeches, uh, I think about like the likes of uh, Ron Gilbert did it at one point. Uh, Warren Spector, so Creative Deus Ex, Ron Gilbert, obviously, like, heaps and heaps of those classic LucasArts point and clicks, um, Day of the Tentacle Mansion, Maniac, Maniac, all those sorts of things, and there's been, like, lots of really amazing keynote speaks, uh, speakers over the year, like, for those, those main presentations on the first day. In recent years, I don't know, and I think it's maybe reflective of how PAX Oz is kind of going, and maybe mine, slash, multiple people's eyes, that the keynote speakers aren't of that same sort of level of esteem, I'm not saying they're bad people or not not worth of the time, but like the um, I guess their their experience and their kind of standing with the industry is not as not as great. They're still maybe working their way up and that sort of thing, which is which is cool and they're fascinating perspectives. And of course, as someone who you know hosts a show that's about people kind of earning their stripes in this industry, it's um like they're certainly no less f- they're still super fascinating. But the big names haven't really been coming out in recent years, which has been pretty disappointing. Um. I mean last year getting to take a photo of his shoe was cool.
1: Yeah, even like big American like personalities haven't really been coming out since I would say
0: the first couple of years.
1: First couple of years, yeah.
0: So that's been a bit of a shame, but like I I love getting to those panels. Like anything that really gives me uh more more opportunity to learn about how games are made, um, is really, really fascinating to me, which is why I love Bids' panel on the weekend and yeah, unfortunately he got sick and couldn't do the rest of the day. But um those sorts of things are really, really cool. So cool. That's kind of my favorite part of PAX, anyway, um, and of course getting to catch up with everyone, um, get on the beers, help you know, join people making content, get to do these, uh, all these awesome interviews. I've got about six dev diaries that I've done this weekend as well, so lots of people to go check out over the coming weeks. Getting to—I mean, I did my first interview this weekend where I had a translator in the middle there when I was talking to Takuma Rendo, who's the creator of Tenshu and Octopath Traveler and a whole bunch of cool stuff, and we had his translator in the middle there. That was a—that was a first. I wasn't sure how that was going to go, especially when we started doing it on the show floor as well. So there's all this background noise. Wow. Worked a treat. I mean, I haven't edited it yet, so it could actually be shit, but it worked. Like I felt like everything was still really fluid, despite the entire circumstance. So,
1: did, he ask, did you ask him what's your thoughts on 4x?
0: Uh, no, I didn't. I'll wait. I'll wait until Shuhei comes back no, one I say, of these days.
1: I say don't, I say, don't ask him that because he might turn and start drinking it, and we don't want that. Stay away from the
0: 4X. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll leave that Rump to Shu. We'll, we'll keep that, that hooked on a line for Shu hey, to come back one of these days. But um, yeah, 4X sucks. Um, any other thoughts on all things PAX or PAX 23?
1: Um, wherever it is next year, I'll probably turn up.
0: Yeah, um, that's my plan. Hopefully it's Melbourne. Hopefully it's Melbourne.
1: Hopefully it's Melbourne, but if it's in Sydney, sure. I'll take the trade. I'll take the plate.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll make it work somehow. All right, well, uh, thank you everyone for, for tuning into this latest episode of Patched. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please make sure to like, share, and subscribe. All the buttons are there. There's heaps of awesome content on the YouTube channel. Visit the website, player2.net.au. There's heaps of PAX related content that is already up and is still to come across both the YouTube channel. Like I said, Renee's done a whole bunch of previews and also a whole bunch of written stuff on the Player2 website as well. Um, we're on Patreon, patreon.comslash Player2au. Keep a few bucks. And finally, there's Twitter, Matto.
1: Mano underscore Phil. And funny enough too when you say the whole Twitter thing, there's people there on the pals going, Do we call it Twitter? Do we call it X? They was like, nah, screw it, call it Twitter. Exactly. Like, Fuck you, Elon. It.
0: Uh Paul James Games, myself, the website is Player Two AU, and until next week, thank you very much for watching and we'll see you later. Thanks for coming to PAX, if we saw you.